0: <laughs> <All right. laughs> Everybody, welcome to Fire for Jesus.
1: All right, if you don't know, that's uh, Queen's Somebody to Love, <laughs> but in Firestars for Jesus rendition. Anyways, welcome back. This is episode thirty-nine. Yes, um, and I'm gonna start <clears throat> off by saying we do not have much prepared today, but we have. Some lovely questions from all our wonderful listeners. So, we're we're gonna dive actually right into that. Mm-hmm. Actually, before let, before we but start, let's. Uh, anyone would, if they would start to share some God God yeah. moments.
2: Let's, let's about each other. God let's moments.
3: Do I started reading uh, Colossians. It's pretty good. Ooh, yeah. What chapter are you in right now? Uh, three. It's oh. like really short. Mm-hmm. It's like four chapters. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. How
2: are you enjoying? Yeah.
3: it's it's great um my favorite verse so far i've shared with you all already it's uh colossians 2 8 mm-hmm. and it's saying not to be deceived by arguments of philosophy because that's the way that the world will present problems to us you mm-hmm. know um, and the way that i understood it was not to be fooled by Like, not to be fooled or gaslit by (laughs) arguments where people are just trying to get us to say something wrong. Mm -hmm.
2: So. Okay. That's a good one.
1: I like that, Aiden.
2: What about you, Matthew? What have you been reading recently?
1: So, I've I've, uh, been reading through the book of Matthew so far. Uh, My, my. Selfish. Anyways. my, uh, (coughs) My Godman moment is that. Last night, CU beat Arizona, who's ranked number two in the country. I was watching
3: that at home team, actually. You were watching
1: that, <laughs> yes.
2: yeah, it was so, yeah
1: they, what an incredible upset for the Buffs. So that was awesome. I'm
2: That's glad great. you think that that was God-driven. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Wolfgang, um, I've been in Ecclesiastes. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll make it through, <laughs> but um. Okay. Saw <laughs> oh, <dear. It's> okay. <laughs> your face. Um, and so you know, I would talk about it, but that would be vanity. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't realize this
1: podcast is vanity.
2: <laughs> All <laughs> is oh, vanity, vanity. <laughs> for it is not important what happens under the sun.
1: Have there been any uh, life-changing moments you've been reading through it, or Do you, are you it? just?
2: Yeah, any favorite
1: verse or whatever? Become sad from
2: Um, I like a lot of the points that he brings up, Mm -hmm. especially the one where he, well, this was a couple of days ago, because this was one of the first chapters, but he brings up the point of everything that you do, no matter how good you do it, you eventually are going to pass away. And not only that, it's going, everything that you did that was ever good is going to be given to somebody else. Mm Mm-hmm who may be wise but also could be a fool and you could use that for evil and so i wrote about this in my journal and i said i realized that ecclesiastes kind of just talks about like this is useless but you're supposed to figure out what you should do to make it not as useless if that makes sense because he even calls wisdom useless at times mm-hmm. at least at the beginning and i think he wraps it up more towards the end right but um he says i say to that i'm like you know Yes, I could create all this like amazing things for myself and then pass the legacy on to my son, let's say. And he could be a complete fool. <laughs> and I would have to live with the fact that everything I'd ever worked for is worth nothing now because somebody else has it. But I realized that what I should do is I should just raise him to be wise. And that's a responsibility on me. If you're not working on what's going to come next, then what is in the present now doesn't matter mm-hmm. because like for instance like a drug dealer like a very big drug dealer he's always thinking about what's happening now the money now when tomorrow he could be in jail <laughs> and all that's not going to matter in a couple of interesting minutes. analogy yeah, yeah. well <laughs> i know what you mean uh, yeah huh? <laughs> you know what i mean and so you just gotta think okay what can i do to make the things that are happening now stay for the things that are going to happen when i'm gone mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i quote um one of my favorite songs which is it's called three wooden crosses by randy travis and he three says
1: wooden crosses on it's, the right side of the
2: highway he says it's not about what you get when you leave this world behind it's about what you leave behind when you go and so mm-hmm. i like that a lot It matters what you leave behind. It matters that you leave it to somebody who is responsible with what you made. Yeah. And so that's my lesson for the
1: week. I like that. Okay. That's awesome. All right.
2: Well. So we're going to jump right uh, into the Q&A. So we're going to answer your questions now. (laughs) Okay.
1: So actually... One of the Q and A, or no, it isn't Q and A. This is just some ask, asking us to do something. But she's from Germany and she says, "Please pray for the that ongoing war. It's just another country away from me, and it just breaks my heart what is happening there. There's so much uncertainty right now here in our country. So if uh, you've been living under a rock, you would not know that this. She's talking about Ukraine. 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 So um, yeah, yeah. So before the episode, we we were we were praying about, I'd like to say that we were praying about Ukraine mm-hmm. and actually Alex Wilson, uh, he you made a saw video. video? He, I didn't <laughs> see that video. Yeah, So he took a biblical approach to it. And basically it's like, okay, you can pray, but you're just going to go, you're mostly, most of you are just going to go back to living normal about, he, lives. He's talking about the butterfly effect. Right. The, yeah, the
3: yeah. whole idea was the video videos. Mm-hmm. Um, so his wife, bef- like while they were getting married was a missionary in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And so, um, it really you really have to show your works by faith and right. make an impact on someone who can you make an impact on the following faith person that works and because so, and so on yeah. yeah
1: let's be honest because us three right here we're not going to have much impact on ukraine yeah so wow. i mean spreading but, we,
3: but we do what we can because we are a podcast that right. influences the viewers and the viewers can be from all over the world which is amazing to me and so and, okay good. i mean this is kind of unrelated but there's youtubers that I watch, I I for some reason I watch a lot of YouTube, and there's YouTubers that I watch that are from Ukraine, and it breaks my heart knowing that their l- their cities are being bombed.
1: I mean, mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands of people are refugees now, displaced. Like kids have been killed. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean it's awful. But the good news is is that su- this um, on Sunday today they were able to hold back Russian attacks on Kyiv or Kiev, however how you say it, uh-huh. and. KYIV or something like Kive. that.
2: KYIV. I don't know. K Y I V. Yeah. So
1: Yeah, so they've actually they've actually had that fortitude and they've been giving out civilians guns and to the,
2: well, as young fight as 14-year-old boys and they said that um they said oh yeah, they were offering the president to be evacuated, to be rescued no. and he said that he didn't want to go. And I respect that. I respect that a lot. The well, captain is it uh,
1: President Zelensky. Yeah,
2: yeah. If the ship goes down, the captain goes down with exactly.
1: It. He's going to mm-hmm. stick it out until the end, and that that actually can show our steadfastness with Christ, our persistence with Christ. Mm-hmm. It's like we, we want to be like that. We want to fight this war because we, we're we're going to need to win these battles, and they're coming for us. Yeah, yeah.
3: and in a sense that the captain goes down with his ship, we carry our crosses, mm-hmm. which Jesus did. You know, mm-hmm. he died all of our sins, right? We all know that already, but we have to take the responsibility of sharing the good news upon us and pick up our cross and walk with him, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's it's a mantle of responsibility and that's the, what I admire about the right. president. So yeah. as
2: far as praying goes, we did pray before the episode for the Ukrainians and, the, and for the war and that people may get better throughout it. And so we can pray as much as we can and we can just keep praying and praying and we will but we ask that you as the viewers as well could please just even if you have to pause the video for five ten seconds just give a prayer to ukraine so that way they may make it through because three people on a with a microphone they can pray as much as they want but if we have thousands of people praying right now for the good and safekeeping of an entire country we can definitely make a change
1: yeah and like what do you want to like, and i also want to bring it up it's like what what do you pray for well alex wilson actually brought the point and he's like okay let's also remember that these people that are dying it's tragic but what's even more tragic it's is not it's not that they're dying and that they're going to hell yeah
3: it's not just that they're dying some mm-hmm. of them are going to hell too
1: so let's pray that they may find the good word of jesus christ before they they pass, if they, pass they pass if they pass <laughs> but let's also let's also pray that they are able because w- what we were praying about that they can I uh, can they can say strong and they have that they can you know mentally strong but also that warrior mentality of fighting the battle
3: mm-hmm. and shout out to Alex Wilson because he's kind of our inspiration for wanting to answer that question since we both saw that video
2: yay <laughs> <laughs> come on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> how do you deal with temptation on a d- My first question is, how do you deal with temptation on a daily basis, or how should you, and how to have God help us through this addiction? (laughs) Nice. So, how does each and every one of you deal with... How do each and every one of you? Uh, How does... (laughs) How How does all of you... How do we... Okay, this is his first question. How does y'all...
1: Do this
3: How do we how do we deal with temptation, boys? Okay. It's the mindset, I yeah. swear to you. So just
1: like we were talking no, about. I've
3: been getting really good at this. It's not Um It's not that I'm trying to quit this. It's just I don't do this. It's like I don't do blank. Mm-hmm. So and it was a lot easier to put that into perspective when I thought about alcohol, right? Because I can or like drugs. I can be like, I don't smoke. And like Okay, let me bring up a scenario to you. You're at a party or Mm -hmm. whatever, a social gathering. and (laughs) um, Jesus party. Yeah. Someone busts out the weed, right? At a Jesus party. (laughs) (laughs) And So who do you think is more likely to smoke it? The guy who's trying to quit it or the guy who just doesn't? Like the guy who says he's trying to quit it or the guy who just says that he doesn't smoke?
2: Probably the guy who doesn't smoke. He's not going to do it.
3: Yeah. 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 And so like- When it comes to temptation, it's a lot easier to put that in perspective, at least personally for me. Uh I can be like, oh, yeah, I don't
2: um, watch that. (laughs) And it's work. So what I do is just how people might distract themselves or replace um, God with things um, is I distract myself with God and replace sin either with God or something else that's something good. Matthew, I know you do it a lot with working out yeah i know you you find satisfaction in that satisfaction thank you satisfaction in that and it makes we have you here (laughs) it makes you whole a lot of the times people will feel empty um because they're not doing something properly in their life and this is how i always used to view it there's the physical emotional and spiritual health these three things they're all equally important and one if they if it's not healthy can affect the other three. And so you got to make sure that each and every one of these is healthy. You got to be either getting outside, even going on a walk or something. That'll help you physically, which will then in turn help you emotionally. And sometimes people have things going on at home that will cause them to not want to either read or or go outside and walk. And if like for instance your parents are yelling at you, it's really hard to want to read or go outside because you're just super depressed. Yeah, all you're the time. deprived of mm-hmm. your energy. Yeah. And so spiritually, if you're not full, then a lot of the times and this is the one that many people overlook and it says in Romans that God hands people over to their desires. So many people they don't even need this kind of health and they feel as if they don't need it and that's why they don't feel as if the other two are being affected. Have you noticed that a lot of people who don't know God, especially in this local area, they're always upset at something, and they don't even mm-hmm. know what half the time. And so if you don't have that spiritual life, the physical and, emotion, or, yeah, physical and emotional can still take uh, damage. And yeah, so,
3: so would you say that we should prioritize spirituality before physical and emotional?
2: Well, all three affect. Yeah, all three other. are important. And so they're kind of like a trinity in within itself. Mm-hmm. And so... Sure, you should probably prioritize spiritual health because mm-hmm. that's what's going to matter for the eternity. Yeah, I think. But
3: I also think that that's what inspires you to
2: better your emotional and physical health. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Would you say that? Yeah. Well, but the problem is, is that physical health can also affect like your spiritual health. If you're feeling like super lazy and depressed, which sorry, if you're feeling super lazy because you're not doing anything, you're going to feel depressed which then leads you to not want to read your Bible as much. And maybe that's a feel for some people. It all depends on the person. Yeah. I mean, and that,
3: that I mean, yeah, it depends on the person, but that example demonstrates the dynamic between those three things, right? Mm -hmm. Because when a lack of physical involvement in like involvement in improving your body, when people are lazy, pretty much is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) When people are lazy, they become depressed. And when they're depressed they become lazy. They become lazy like <laughs> towards their spirituality as well. Well that too. Yeah. And so it's a whole dynamic. Everything you do in all those things affects another thing in some mm-hmm. way.
2: Yeah. And so you just gotta learn to balance those three things in your life. And for the most part, it will relieve a lot of the temptation, especially because you will be distracted from the temptation by actually doing other things. Mm-hmm. And so when you are stuck in temptation and you don't know if you're going to escape, I personally, I just say, I'm, I just say, no, <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. Like I've been there where Satan's like, you know what, you should. And, uh, for all you audio listeners, yeah, you, you can probably know. Yeah. You yeah. Probably know. <laughs> so, um,
1: <laughs> you know, after He's, that gesture, I'd be, I might listen to this one on audio. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and so, um, I say, I was, I'm just like, no, I'm going to go to bed. And so I go to bed. And it's it's not something that happens overnight. It's taken years of training. I used <laughs> to have a hard, hard time with it. I'll tell you that. And I think all of us at least had a difficult time with it at some point in our lives. And I'm not saying we're completely over it. Obviously, I'm not. But, you know, I've definitely improved. And that's that's one thing is that perfection is the enemy of progress in which you will never be perfect, but understand that the more you go up just a little bit, you know, it makes it a lot better in the end. And so Jesus, he has you covered as long as you're trying to stop. Jesus did die for our sins. He didn't die for us to sin. Um, And so we need to, as Christians, actively work against sinning, but at mm. the same time know that if we do mess up, we are covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. Right. Okay. So I think we answered that one pretty well. But he does have a second question. Oh,
1: yeah. No, let me get, okay, first. Let me give ahead. my input on this. Sorry. So how I fight it is, like we were talking about in Ukraine, that that idea of being a warrior and standing strong, so it's... Your steadfast love for God, and that's how I fight it. Like whenever that temptation comes up, it's like this is another battle, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna march my way through it. But sometimes, sometimes I might get shot down. <laughs> but the but Jesus is always there, always there to pick you back up. He's gonna—he's the medic that's yeah, running he, around the Jesus field. Jesus is the medic, and he's gonna take that bullet out of you. He's gonna patch up the wound, and you're gonna keep fighting.
2: He's gonna keep going.
1: But as long as... But we have to, what we have to remember is that for a war you have to win the majority of the battles, and if we keep losing all these battles, we're going to end up with uh, quite a, quite quite a lot of bullets in in ourselves. So, mm-hmm. but Jesus is always there, and if you're actively you're actively working against the sin, you're actively fighting it. You,
2: you're already on your
1: way. You're you're already on your way to win the battle, but mm-hmm. it takes time.
2: So there's second. It's actually a second part of the same question. It says. Lying is a sin, but if you don't know you're lying, for example, someone told you the version of the story which is false, and someone asks you the situation, you tell them what you were told and think it's the truth. Technically, you lied. My only answer to do this is God knows our heart and knows we didn't want to lie. But I I would like to hear your thoughts on this. How do I stop feeling like I don't truly believe in my heart? And how do I stop feeling like I will go to hell and stop stressing about it?
1: Oh, my. So that that, that really branches out yeah, there at the that end. escalated. Wow. <laughs> well, uh, so
2: first thing is, is that the heart is deceitful among all things. So mm-hmm. you're never going to tr- truly trust your heart. And I don't blame you if you don't, because it's not really a safe thing to trust at all times. It's the deceiver be- behind Satan. Um, and so if you don't know that you're lying but you still lied i don't believe that's a sin
1: okay but i want to bring up the point of it's like who's giving you this information because when i think of this i think of gossip Uh uh-huh sure Mm -hmm. so like i think of stories in the past where someone's told me something and i tell somebody else and i figure out later oh no that didn't actually happen yeah and we're all all yeah all all of it all of it's gossip so i don't know where this person's coming from in that sense but in most of the times all i see is that that's gossip and you should not be talking about it in the first place so while it may not be a sin to tell somebody a lie that you have no awareness of it's a sin to gossip
2: yeah well mm-hmm. that's on their part it's yeah, not really your exactly. fault though yeah and i like this?
3: i like that he brought up like god knows your heart and so he knows that you don't know you're lying right and we <laughs> we joke about the God knows your heart because yeah. it, it's like a lazy way to answer questions, you know. <laughs> but in a seri- like, on a serious note, it's I'm glad that he brought that up because he knows that's true. Mm-hmm. And on the what Matthew said, um, when it comes to gossip, I, we're all guilty of gossiping, right? Mm-hmm. Would you say? Yeah. And. Um, but what i'm trying to do is when someone tells me information that i don't know is true like whether it's true or false um i try not to share it because mm-hmm. i don't want to lie by accident you know yeah that's yeah that's good
2: okay. good stuff so trying yeah. to just avoid especially if it's gossip and you don't know it's 100 percent true what i do personally is if somebody's gossiping about somebody else um i, s- I go up to the person they're gossiping about and i say hey is this true i don't say anything about the person who said it to me but i'm like hey what's going on here is this true and if it is then my name's chris hansen <laughs> <See>? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh okay. okay so moving on memory of luke
1: I think we answered that one pretty well
2: bethany george <laughs> hello bethany welcome hello. back Bethany. Welcome back. um how do we know the will of god for our lives also Ooh. i wish you talked about the reasons christians can't use or can't drink or use drugs they alter the mind in many verses god tells us to be prepared and sober
1: all right bethany back with
2: another hard-hitting question um, Sorry, what was no, the question? I was listening to the what she said about <laughs> after. Well, that was on our What Makes Party Bad, and you should go check that one out. Well, that's, no, that's, no, that's she commented she act- on that. No, I said episode. that's what she was talking about. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, let's let's start so with the first God part. How does God know the will what of What is lives. the will? Oh, right, right. Yeah, how do we know the will of God or for how do, how do we know yeah, the yeah, will yeah. of God for our lives? Um,
3: okay. Um, so I don't have any biblical evidence, but I'm guessing Wolfing does because he picked it up. He picked up his Bible. There's the the evidence. (laughs) I mean, but what I would say is that we pray, right? And Mm -hmm. so when I am in prayer so often, the will of God is often what I expect because I'm so close. Mm -hmm. That's just what I assume.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. In terms of (laughs) lifestyle, like what should you do as a job or or what should I volunteer as? What, what's my responsibility? Where's my place in the kingdom of God? That's a good, good question kind of to spin off of that. And so I've wrote, I wrote about this a couple of, I think a week ago or so. And I said that the will of God in our lives kind of translates to what he gives us as passions. For some people, it may be videography and editing, which happens to be like Luke's strong suit, per se. And for other people, it may be singing, which can be a bunch of different people who are online, who do, you know, worship music and things like that. Other people, it could be evangelism. And other people could even share it through their everyday work and job. And so what is the will of God for our lives? I feel like we can discover that based on the passions that he gives us and the things that we do in our lives. As long as we're including him in it and as long as we're sticking to the good book, I think that he, that is the will that he wants us to have.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I really like
1: how you brought up that thing about, like, what what is the passion God has brought up in your life? Like, for me, it would be music and the gym well I think I think she's (laughs) uh, I think she's asking like
3: how do we know how to um determine the will of God like does God just like tell us that's what I'm guessing I mean asking
1: I feel for some people you might get a clear answer but I'd say majority of people you're not going to get you're not going to get some booming voice that says you will
2: go to china you will
1: become a missionary and also the fact that as christians we don't all need to become street evangelists preachers online preachers missionaries we don't i mean jesus says jesus says we are his priests right so we don't so that's not god's calling for all of us yeah but we should also make sure that we you know we're sharing the the will of god Mm -hmm. or the will of god the the
2: gospel yeah but there's a way to do it
1: for for getting to the answer of what you want to do to your life i t- i say i think it takes persistent prayer and just communion with god mhm
3: yeah in romans 12 don't worry i didn't i did not look this up i totally have read romans completely um i have i bet <laughs> so uh romans 12:2 says do not let la- wait No, that's not what that's supposed to say. (laughs) Oh, wait, no, it says the same thing. Uh, Do not let yourselves be conformed to the standards of the... um, I'm going to guess the world is what that means. Uh, Instead, keep letting yourselves be transformed by the renewing of your minds so that you will know what God wants and will agree that what he wants is good, satisfying, and able to succeed. The complete so, Jewish Bible taking you for a spin right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so what I'm guessing... So what that means, not what I'm guessing, <laughs> what that means is when we follow God, when we pursue God in our lives as like... I guess you can compare it to the, um, the trinity of spiritual, physical, and emotional life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, when we pursue God as a priority, we will know his will, but we... Um, gosh <laughs> <laughs> it's it's happening <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll we'll know God's will because it's what he wants, yeah, also god in somewhere in Thessalonians, I'm pretty sure it's five eighteen it says that um constantly giving thanks is
2: part of God's will, yeah, mm-hmm. so God has two paths. And they're both here. They s- there's a fork in the road, though. Jesus is walking down one path, and you can choose to walk down the other. But you shouldn't. <laughs> That's <laughs> right.
1: There you go. All right. Uh, actually, do you guys want to answer what do you think the will of God is for your life?
3: I don't want to guess. I'm just going to see well, what happens. I don't,
1: <laughs> do, have you gotten any answers or clear answers? I
3: don't know. I think I'm meant to spread the good news in some way, which wow. is why
1: I like this podcast because
3: mm-hmm. it's a good template. You know, right? It's <laughs> Going
2: under the real world, it's just and plus too much. when
3: you guys are gone, it's just going to be me and Luke. If Jonah, to, if Jonah leaves, Wait, well, no, if Jonah leaves, then Luke leaves. Luke, Jonah's not
2: going to the mountain. Jonah's not right going yet. anywhere.
1: He's well, doing one more year of high well, school. Oh,
3: he is. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So it'll be me, Luke, and Jonah. That's right. Um, and then just
2: Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, kidding. <laughs> uh, um, no,
3: I thought... Okay, never mind. Um,
2: what was your point?
3: What were we talking about?
2: I don't know. I was going to say another question. Will, the, you guys w- just what start. is the way oh, yeah. for your
1: life? All oh, right. Like, what do you think? Or what, if, what answers, if you come to, what yeah. has God given you? I like to say that it's
3: sharing the good news and opening people's minds and hearts to accepting the good mm-hmm. news.
1: Okay. Well, I can say... It. Yeah, that's... I mean, in other, other words, changing g- atheist minds. That's the general will for <laughs> all of mind. us. Anything specific? Like I don't know years?
2: specifically, and I'm no. not going to just okay. guess and then get yeah, it Matthew, wrong. Yeah, Matthew, come on. What about you, Matthew? What's the God's will in your life?
1: God's will in my life? Well, let's see. There's two things I'm drawn to right now. Or three. There's three things that... Four. four, four Five. Three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so there's three things that God has called me to. Or, call, or you know, something... I've been thinking about recently first one is is I, man, in in this too but i love music and i love uh playing my guitar making music number two would be i love going to the gym <laughs> and in college i might be studying kinesiology which is study the body's movement like sports medicine stuff like that so personal trainer and then number three would actually be um military i would want to be an army ranger so that's another calling for my life that i yell I've, at people <laughs> that i've just um now kind of been uh thinking about and praying about yeah now that y- sorry but now that you say that
3: it kind of helped me like recall what i'm interested in for the future and i know that god wills it so like
2: oh does he know?
3: yes nice. inshallah well then, so, <laughs> um uh i know okay so i know that i love music right and i know that music is a gift of god And as much as I would love to be a musician and even share the good news through my music, I don't know if I see that as a career, you know? Mm -hmm. And, but what I really am interested in, although it is vanity, they say this pretty sure several times in Ecclesiastes, that knowledge is vanity, right? But I love to, yeah, wisdom. But knowledge to me is one of the most fun things to pursue. You know, I'm always sharing random information Mm -hmm. with y'all. But, like, as I've learned from teachers like Scott Reed, (laughs) there's always ways to interpret that information and learn about the patterns of history. Mm -hmm. And um, so when it comes to my faith, I want to integrate that into why God is real, you know. Mm -hmm. And so it's not just teaching the good news. It would probably be, like, apologetics or being a teacher at, like, a Christian school, you know because I love history and I love the Bible and I wanna combine those mm-hmm. yeah. into something where I can teach people about it.
1: Yeah, I actually, I love what you said there, like pursuing knowledge. Cause as I've been growing up, it's before in my early years, it, it's like, I didn't really care about pursuing knowledge, but more recently I've you know been going down that route and I like really like what Aiden's saying with like history. And while Ecclesiastes may say it's a vanity, and while well, it might be vanity, or it is vanity, everything is vanity. Everything is vanity. <laughs> um, it's it's really it's it's really useful to have in your life to have knowledge, and it's um, it'll get you yeah, places. It'll get you places. So, <laughs> and it's not like I'm not probably not going to carry
3: this knowledge into the new earth when I die, you know, because it's it's vanity, as mm-hmm. we said several times now, but. <laughs> what i what i do with that knowledge is really important to me you know right because i want to use it to prove god's existence Mm -hmm. so i guess that goes into apologetics Mm -hmm. like what frank turek does um and i want to be able to show that and open people's minds and hearts to god through
2: that you should watch some william lane craig he does a lot of debating with like it wouldn't be debating it'd be like well yeah but he also does like he does the same thing that frank turek does but with like not very many college kids more like grown-up people who who okay. <laughs> know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like Frank Turk is more just like explaining. Yeah. William Lane Craig is like explaining while also proving his point. Okay. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Okay. What about you, Wolfgang? Um, if you had to
2: I've got the same thing as you. Shoot. I the really fuck. like I really like the pursuit of wisdom and the pursuit of knowledge. Um and I think that I could. I don't know what I could do, but I know that God has given me the ability to research. He's given me the ability to retain information pretty well. And so I used to use this a lot when I was in debating and when I was in politics, especially when I was an atheist. Um, And I feel as if that's something that God used, like flip a switch, where he used that passion to kind of fuel that fire for a second. He knew it would die out. And then when this one started he knew that I could use my old ways in order to kind of research these new ones and just go from there. And that's why mm-hmm. I think I think he that's how God uses certain things. And he's unbiased in it as well, which is really nice. And so he knows that what what one could use for evil another could use for good. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I kind of switched it up there. Now I'm doing this, and that's why I'm the statistics man. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I believe.
1: All um, right. Yeah. Wow, that was like 15 minutes. You're welcome, <laughs> Bethany. <laughs> all right. Uh, so.
2: Th- Wait, I, I still have I, one more here.
1: You oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all these questions. Why are you guys
3: so curious all the time? <laughs> well, Don't we'll have some more God for the next your episode. Heart? <laughs>
2: All right, I have a few that questions. I'm not sure if you've covered this, but how did you all meet, and what's your advice to teenagers to find Christian friends? Two, what's your advice for overcoming the fear of man or people-pleasing?
3: Okay, let's start with the first one. Okay, okay. let's, let's how look how back. Did we we meet? Meet how did we meet we
1: meet? Well, Aiden didn't come along until later. Me and Wolfgang, <laughs> it was freshman year science
2: class. And then they hated me for a year. That's when Aiden... Stepped into the Aiden stepped in
3: I met Wolfgang before I met Matthew because we were in the young Republicans Mm -hmm. Club. That's when we were into politics. And people still know us for that, which
2: Not me. They they know
3: know you for being a Republican. And people know me for kind of being a Republican too, which that's that's how we know that knowledge is vanity because people still i (laughs) when they think of Wolfgang, they think of Aiden, they think of this friend group, they think, oh, Republican, bad. They also
1: think, Oh, homophobes. (laughs)
2: Go check a, out episode five. Say it there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is it okay to be gay?
3: Okay, um. canceled. canceled. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I met Wolfgang in the Young Republicans Club, and mm-hmm. um, he didn't like me very much. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was like, wait, I was about to say, yeah, I did, but then I remembered we went to Young Life right and yeah. in yes. life where i met you yeah i mean i knew jonah for a long time i know him since i was in 7th grade and so oh, yes. i was talking to him and um he had a crush on this one girl and then wolfgang oh, this boy. is like drama stuff jonah had a crush on this one girl then wolfgang oh, started goodness. dating her and <laughs> I then i was like her. well you started talking to her whatever yeah. and it doesn't matter anymore but <laughs> it doesn't matter it's in the past
1: how but about gossip it's yeah. pretty funny now, but in
3: yeah. the past I was like, oh, that Wolfkin kid, oh, he's annoying and he's okay. stupid. And then yeah, Jonah
2: used to be, have a really passionate fire. Grudge. Not a good one. Grudge. A yeah. grudge for you. F- towards me. Um,
1: and because I associated with Wolfgang, that grudge also was lingering stuck to on me. Matthew. Matthew. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, Matthew, Matthew
2: kind of pulled, hey, he was like, started hanging out with me more, and then Jonah was like, mm, I don't know if I like that. And then some... No, you know, but the way that jonah and matthew
3: like bonded again was they burnt down no they burnt down wolf king's minecraft house and
2: that's how i bonded with jonah too was minecraft so that's (laughs) how this whole friendship was created and has existed in not vanity, it's unity.
1: <laughs> the reason we Minecraft. have this podcast is because we all bonded through Minecraft. Not Luke. It's it's Not like Luke. everyone but Luke. <laughs> <It's> Luke. But <laughs> Minecraft. And I have then, this
2: one thing that Luke said in my he- yeah. stuck in my head where he asked if going outside in Minecraft was the same as going outside. He said it on the podcast, <laughs> It's the same as going outside." In okay. Real life. Well,
3: on a, I mean, okay. Well, on okay. a serious note, I knew Jonah first, and then I met Wolfgang, and then um jonah invited me to matthew's house sometime december Mm -hmm. freshman year probably no
1: sophomore year sophomore no i was a freshman though you were freshman yeah Yeah, okay
3: and so i've known them for like two years
1: yeah and then i actually i liked aiden for a little bit at the first part and then i realized that aiden (laughs) was depressed (laughs) yeah and i didn't like that because i wasn't depressed and i I just wanted to remove myself from that depression so i really (laughs) disliked aiden because he just come over to my house and be sad and we'd sit in the hot tub and he'd he'd just just, mope in the hot tub I'm like (laughs) I cannot do this I
2: remember Matthew complaining about that he's too sad (laughs) that's what he said yeah he's (laughs) just too sad (laughs) but but here we are now yeah we're all happy now okay I hate all of you also (laughs) I mean I did when did I meet Luke though um we all met him basically through church yeah yeah Was,
1: Actually oh, I remember the first time I met Luke. Lewis, I first so I first met Lewis in the weight room for football. And then he eventually brought me to church where that's where he's like, dude, you gotta check out this kid named Luke. He is so good at Photoshop and video work. <laughs> I mean, and look at him now. But <laughs> it was he's his doing fo- this his photo of Lewis's dog and there was I don't know, was there some cool texture behind him like that is so Cool, Lewis. <laughs> so then, then this I, is your freshman voice? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> then I then I finally see, then I meet Luke and then I meet Jonah. So cool. That's that's the story of us. The there was a second starters.
3: part to that first question. Yeah. Yes.
2: What's your advice for over Oh wait, sorry. Yeah, no, that What's your advice idea. um to teenagers to find Christian friends? Oh, I'm gonna say what I we've already answered this kind of, but I'm gonna say this. You gotta let people know that you're Christian mm. because it's it's like oh look we're a group full of Christian people, but half the time you don't even know. yes yeah. mm-hmm. when if there's you, a stranger I mean, on the street. If you want to know more about
3: that, I suggest you t- you check out um, Amen Podcast uh, Closet Christians. Mm.
2: That was yep. a pretty good episode. Okay, they talk about closeted Christians. Uh, and so if you you just gotta go out and say hey I, this is what I believe. Do you believe it too? Can we celebrate that belief together? And go from there. And I mean, it is hard sometimes. I'll tell you what. Most people don't know that I'm a Christian when I first meet them, or at least I talk to them for the first 20 minutes. I don't bring it up. And that's just because it doesn't come up in the conversation. And it should, but it doesn't. And so it is hard, but it's not because I'm a people pleaser. I'm not a people pleaser. No. That was a people pleaser. <laughs> <laughs> My reputation at school would be very different. Well, um, yeah. So, yeah, just say it flat out that you're a Christian, this is what you believe, and if you if they don't agree with you, convert, convert, convert. convert, convert. <laughs> no, we're not the ones that convert. It's the Holy Spirit. Okay, working. well then talk to them about it, yeah. and then God will do the rest. All right.
1: All right. Well, we answer that one well. Okay. All right. Are we ready to move on to these questions? Wait. Oh, no. Oh, you we guys are so curious. We have one more.
2: Dolan <laughs> Jensen. What do you guys think of the Book of Mormon? I've Fake.
3: Heard, I have no idea what
2: it. Is, what it even yeah, is. Yeah, I'd have to
1: do more research. on Yeah, I haven't Mormon.
2: read the Book of Mormon in all honesty, mostly because I'm not a Mormon. Um, <laughs> yeah. Next. Well, okay. Well, yeah, we can talk, about, we can talk about it. The Bible says that if anyone adds to the Book not of Mormon, of the Bible, (laughs) if anyone adds to this good book right here... Or
3: removes from it, right? Moves or or like alters it? Yeah,
2: I don't know. Alters it. That they shall feel the plagues of the Egyptians. And so that's all I have to say. Good luck, Mormons. Okay. um, Have fun. But I don't
3: (laughs) don't know what Mormons believe, so... Yeah, yeah. Well, Well, there's Joseph Smith, of course.
2: Who? The man who married, like, multiple 14-year-old girls or something like that. Oh, well. He's the founder of Mormonism. Yeah. Who happens to have one of the most common names ever. (laughs) Joseph Smith. Yep. Anyway. All
1: right. So, is that the last question Yes, that is the last question. Okay, all right. We're moving on to part two. Okay. Hi, guys. Love the podcast. I want to join the military at 18, but my question is, will soldiers go to hell if they kill someone? Thanks. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Uh, I first There's wa- a
2: time to kill and a time to heal, a time to love and time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. All is vanity. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> By the way, all is vanity. So, okay. So when I look at this question, is well, if so, I don't know if that's the right question to ask. When. I mean going to the mil- well actually as long it as could I be, go it's into like going to the
2: military can I kill people yeah, it's like can I kill p- like the, the way I'm I really think excited. This is like can I kill people
1: <laughs> it's like do you want to go to the military to shoot people if if you are going to the military you may have to deal with that situation of putting a bullet in somebody but you're defending our, our country and <laughs> you are keeping us safe so well, how do
3: we know that from the US they're defending their country you're,
2: Defending a country.
1: You're Defending a country. So I'm assuming he's gonna from the US. His name was Roy. Okay, yeah, he's definitely
2: American. Yes. Uh-huh. So
3: But yeah, yeah I think what Wolfgang brought up, the yeah. verse that he read was perfect for the
2: Ecclesiastes eight? Yes. Oh wait. Yeah, three, just, eight. three eight. <laughs> Ecclesiastes <missed the> <laughs> eight. <laughs> I missed the chapter. Um so yeah. Ecclesiastes three eight says there will be a time where we must go to war. And mm-hmm. Jesus even says that there will be wars. I mean, he doesn't condone it necessarily, but he says there will be wars and they have to happen in order for me to come back. And so we have to trust the process a little bit that these things they must go on if our Lord and Savior will return.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so to wrap that up like amount of immense amount of respect for you that you want to go and serve our country and put your put your life in the in the front lines but yeah so you might you're you're if you if you go down that path you end up going down that path yeah you might get faced with that that uh that question again Mm because you might have to defend your brothers but if you're defending your brothers it's like it's you, you it's it's defense and if you have God in mind keeping God first in your life, it's like he's going to tell you it's like, okay this person this person's gonna die, and you might have to shoot them mm-hmm. so it's it's a really hard question to ask like to, looking at someone and having to take their life no it's a hard question, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think uh no you won't be going to hell if you keep Jesus close and and just Ask for forgiveness.
2: The Bible never says that killing is wrong. Mm-hmm. It says murder, murder is, is wrong. So, are you going in there with murderous intent? Are you just like God? I really yeah. Want yeah to I can end be trusted with firearms. Life. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, God, I really want to just end a human life because I hate human life. Then yeah, you're probably going to hell, yeah. but not, but yeah. not for the killing part. Probably because where your heart is, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Just understand that there are certain. Things that go with that, and that you need to be prepared for that. Hey,
1: I have a Q and A question that's kind of complicated. I was recently in a Bible study that brought up the question of whether or not Judas was created for the sole purpose of betraying Jesus, and whether or not he had a choice. I'm curious on on your guys' opinions. Thanks.
3: Okay, well, here's my take. So. Judas everyone ha- Judas like everyone else had free will right right sure but yeah. Jesus Judas nah nah I don't know to Jesus Jesus <laughs> Jesus Judas Jesus Judas Jesus Judas. Jesus knew that there was an imposter among them so <laughs> he knew what was going to happen <laughs>
0: but
3: he let it happen because it was part of God's will for him to sacrifice himself For our sins right the greatest Mm. sacrifice Uh and so i don't know i don't think he was created for that sole purpose because it was not because we don't as christians don't believe in fate right Mm -hmm. but we do believe in god's will and so i don't think he was created for that sole purpose but it is what was meant to happen. If yeah, it makes well, sense.
1: It sounds kind of It goes back, <laughs> it to, that, kind of it goes back to that predestination thing that we talked about quite a while ago on this podcast. But it brings up, like, so he was born out of the love of God, but God knew that he was going to betray Jesus, but it was all out of his free will.
2: He was a necessary part mm-hmm. of a plan yeah, that had we, to happen. Didn't we say,
3: like, Thanks Judas last time for
2: <laughs> this specific thing. Like, because if it weren't for Judas, like Jesus wouldn't have died on the cross. Yeah, yeah. So it was a necessary part of a terrible, terrible instance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't believe. And I believe that the Bible kind of sets this straight. That Judas had free will, and it says, I believe, it says that Satan entered Judas, as in like Satan kind of took him over. Let me look this up real quick Session. and I'll get right back. After the morsel, Satan entered into him. Therefore, Jesus said... Oh, wait. Reese... Here we go. Okay, that never happened. This is... Oh. So when he dipped the morsel, he took and gave it to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. After the morsel, Satan entered into him. And okay, so, so... It basically says, I maybe... Maybe, maybe, just maybe, Satan was the one that kind of didn't give Judas free will. And the reason why I say that is because I don't know if it was possession or if it was, because it says he entered him.
3: That sounds like possession. Yeah, It sounds like possession.
2: Yep. So maybe Judas didn't have free will, but it wasn't because of God. It was because of Satan. And just as it has been stated before, what you intended for evil, God intended for good. And so Judas, or sorry, Satan was like, oh, I'm going to kill Jesus. That'll show him. (laughs) Boy, was he wrong. And so... Oopsie. (laughs) Yeah. And so um, I think it was... I don't, I honestly, I couldn't tell you. And I think that's something that we would have to go in more in depth. Yeah. And I hate to say that we don't know because we, you know, we're just so smart. Um, (laughs) But honestly, I'm not a hundred percent sure. And I don't have enough biblical evidence to back it up. And so I'm going to leave you with that because until we educate ourselves and pray about it more, we don't want to give you any misinformation.
1: Were you going to say something?
2: No. Okay.
1: okay, well, that leads us to... Do you think pets go to heaven?
2: Is this the last question? There's
1: one more after this.
2: Okay. What, what's well, the, did your dog accept Christ by the mouth?
1: Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, all animals are he innocent. He barks. <laughs> all I animals are in- innocent because they, they don't they don't know what they're doing. I don't
2: know. My dog's pretty damn lazy.
1: <laughs> Sloth. Okay, yeah. I think.
2: I think chihuahuas go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, my dog is pretty lazy.
1: Lot, lots of cats definitely go to hell. <laughs> my god! Okay, w- no, what? I don't know what I'm talking about. No. I just <laughs> all, all animals are innocent, and
2: wow, well, I think. What, what I about t- like a pit bull that mauls a three year old kid?
1: It doesn't know what it's doing.
2: It's so does that mean it, there's a time to kill wolf? <laughs> that's, just,
1: yeah, that's just the wild side That's just of That's just it's when a, it's the time a, it's for a, it's war an comes.
2: It's, so does that like, animal make it into heaven? Or like...
1: The kids are going to heaven. <laughs> 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 <God. Jeez. laughs> um
3: Well, I guess in a sense they have a childlike spirit, right? Because they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. So that's a qualification yeah, to get into heaven. I feel
1: if you ask God, like, if when my dog dies, I... I Pray that he's in heaven with you. Like I, I think he will be. There's no clear um, evidence in the Bible for it.
2: Yeah, there's the Bible doesn't say much about pets. Let's go to, to OpenBible.com. It
1: does say that there are animals in heaven, though. You have the Wall Street Journal. Well, that doesn't Ad. mean it's our animals. Yes.
2: Anyway, my opinion on this is, um, well, it says that we won't even be married in heaven. It says during the resurrection, no man will be married. Um. And so we have to take this into consideration that we won't even be married. I think the only person that we're going to end up loving is God.
1: Well, we'll be loving everyone else.
2: Well, it's heaven. We'll be loving everybody else, but it's not the same thing in my opinion. Cuz during the resurrection, um, the, the people, I forget what their names were, but they don't believe in the resurrection. They asked Jesus, if a man or if a woman marries seven Men, then who is she going to be married to when they rise? And he says nobody, because nobody will be married in the resurrection. And so, well, this is
3: not related to pets, but anyways, yeah. Well,
2: this is, but what you were saying is not. Well, I'm <laughs> saying so. I don't think that uh, they may be in heaven, but you're not going to have that same kind of favoritism. As you would any other animal let's Uh say i feel like it would be the exact same as if like that monkey that was yours is the same as this monkey that was never yours and just like our wife or our or our children they're not they're gonna have the same love that we put towards other people as well so i feel like everybody is going to be the same because there is no favoritism in god's eyes and i don't believe there's favoritism in heaven Mm -hmm. so could pets go to heaven maybe i don't know but are they going to be like our childhood, like oh, come here, Mister Sprinkles? No, <laughs> okay. I don't think so. Okay, well, I, I, I actually, I, I have,
1: it. I actually have a different view on that. Okay, well, can I? Yeah, yeah, no, you say so. You first.
3: Luke twelve six says, "Are not five sparrows sold for two pennies, and not one of them is is forgotten before God?" So I think, like, pets are not forsaken, right? So
1: if I'm going to assume they're God's creation.
2: That's an analogy. I know. Bad verse. I know, but I'm gonna assume that it's saying that you're valuable in God's eyes, even if you're not valuable, even if we are worth one eyes. penny. That's yeah. what it's saying. Well, I'm, I'm saying I don't think that's what it's referring to.
3: I, I know, but okay. Well, why did you it's use just it? just because it's an interesting analogy that has to do with <laughs> animals, and so it's not yeah. the same thing. Okay, well, okay. Right, what I'm so, trying to say is that like the pets are innocent, and nothing no matter its worth, is forgotten before God. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Yes.
1: Okay, so when Wolfgang, you were talking about favoritism, you don't think there's be any favoritism mm-hmm. in heaven. And you're talking about, like, when you if, if the, your dog goes to heaven, you're not going to be like, ooh, boochie, boochie, boochie. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, so I want to bring up, so when people die and they apparently see heaven, some of them actually see their family members in heaven. Well, sure. Yeah. But that's, so,
2: that's kind of, I think that's the, uh, the way of God's, like, showing them that heaven is real. Because imagine you just went to heaven and just saw people walking around. You'd you never saw, like, be convinced yeah. of anything. <laughs> yeah, and but so, you,
1: you're still going to see them as your family. Well, you know them. you love.
2: Yes, but I'm saying there's not going to be any favoritism, I believe.
1: Okay, yeah. And also the fact that a while ago I had a dream where... And I could Jesus, be wrong. Jesus took me through a portal, and I saw all my family and my dogs running up to me. A bear. Yeah, it was... <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, the oh! oh. <laughs>
1: and so... That's, uh,
2: <laughs>
1: that's uh, what none I believe. Viewers, none of the viewers are going to get that. No. <laughs> they be like, what's no, bear? My big dumb dog. Bear's I, big dumb dog. Big dumb dog. So I go, dog, every time I see him.
2: Do do bear. Anyways. Anyway. Okay.
1: Last question. It is Bethany George again. Wow. <laughs> so many questions. All right. Other than the unforgivable sin, are the other sins equal in God's eyes?
2: Are other sins equal in God's eyes? Yeah,
1: I think, mm-hmm. isn't all sin the same? Yeah, because if you God. lie once, or if you gossip once, you're still going to hell.
2: Okay. Without God's, Jesus' saving grace. I have a different opinion. Oh. Well, I have a. I agree with you in the sense that, yeah, an unbeliever, if they commit one sin, it's the same as committing a million. Or, sorry, yeah. If a non-believer, but for believers, let's say, or like, I don't believe that the man who lied once in his life is going to have the same amount yeah, of, of damnation and torment as Hitler. Who, yeah, I don't think that. Okay, no, yeah, I can. I agree think with that, that God, yeah. because He's a just God, gives you a punishment that is equal to the sins that you've committed.
3: Yeah, a, rena- a Renaissance artist um, made that into manifestation. One where their heads were
1: turned back yeah their heads
3: are turned backwards and they're walking backwards for eternity because what they were doing on earth was trying to look into the future mm-hmm. and so now they have to walk backwards for the rest of eternity yeah in hell
2: yeah and so I don't think that a man who lied once is going to have the same punishment as Mussolini or Hitler and so i don't believe that all sins are equal in god's eyes but they have to be equal in ours because there's no way for us to know right which which one god hates the most mm-hmm. and so and it says a lot of the things that god hates like a lying tongue and feet that are quick to run into evil and things like that um but like i said we don't know what god hates the most he doesn't have a tier list of sins <laughs> and so i think we just have to assume that all of them are really bad and that, oh, if I just tell a lie, it's not as bad as if I, you know, kill somebody. Yeah. Well, here's, because then you kind of justify your sin.
3: Yeah. Well, here's my thought. So you say that all sins are bad, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's what um, that means when I, when I say that all sins are equal in God's eyes, because I think it's trying to say that I do agree that your punishment and hell is based off of the sin that you didn't repent for on earth. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're either going to hell or you're going to heaven. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, that's why I think all sin is equal because no matter what the sin is, if you don't
1: repent, you're st- st- still going, going to hell. To hell. Mm-hmm. Sure. There's a whole different topic of it, that tier level in hell. It's like... The tier list. <laughs> yeah. It's
2: like... The seventh layer but of hell. Yeah, all so of all I of hell S
1: tier is like bombing an orphanage. Oh <laughs> okay, go ahead. All, all of hell is, no matter where which part of hell you end up in, none of it's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just keep that in mind.
2: Whether it be a little tickle or yeah,
3: I mean your your punishment in hell is just the orphanage.
2: Ah! Jeez, <laughs> that's uh,
3: that's <sighs> that could be one of them.
2: <laughs> they're gonna listen to that. <laughs> Dude. I am so sorry <laughs>
3: No yeah your punishment is just like A little tickle The The orphanage bombing you What? If you bombed an orphanage Okay I think we should wrap this up Yeah I think that's good
1: <laughs> Okay so Bethany We're, there's our answer for you We should cut out the screaming
2: That was That was funny No it wasn't Okay Well I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode We pray that ukraine will be doing better here and that we pray that you would pray that ukraine will be doing better here because um, it's hard to go a whole podcast without talking about something that's so big in our world right now and so just pray for all of our well-being that we may grow closer to god and we'll pray for you guys as well and that you guys can strive and in, in your faith just as we have been trying to recently and so we thank you all for listening in, and we thank you all for wanting to hear whatever we have to say, whether it be intelligent or not, whether or you agree with it or not, <laughs> incomprehensible. whether it just be Incoherent. normal speaking or screaming of the damned. <laughs> we appreciate you, and we thank you for coming on this or for listening to this podcast. And yeah. we will see you all for a special guest. Next week, just to we let you will. guys know, Luke and John are gone. They're dead. I don't know uh, how long, how many episodes are getting gone for. Next I have some episode, That's it. Just that? mm-hmm. just two okay. episodes. Okay, two episodes. Bad. So you're gonna be stuck with us. <laughs> Bye. Tune in later. <laughs> Goodbye. Well, mine's plugged in, boy. Okay. Just stop. One.
3: <laughs> Try to see how far away you can get.
2: Fire starters for Jesus. Uh, Fire starters
1: for Jesus. Welcome back to Fire starters for Jesus.
0: That was weird how good that was. I I was like, wait, Matthew, are you black?
1: (laughs) AHHHHHHHHHHHHH <laughs>